This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good Wednesday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. Ongoing frustrations with the governance of the nation's biofuel mandate are unlikely to be solved by changes in the underlying legislation. That's the word of a panel of biofuel experts who all had a hand in the formation of the Renewable Fuel Standard. They spoke today at the National Biodiesel Conference in Las Vegas. Tara Billingsley is now with Massey Partners, but also spent time in her career as a staffer in the Obama White House and on the Senate Energy and Natural Resources Committee. She says political realities will be challenging for the industry. The Senate is extremely unlikely to open the Clean Air Act, which you would have to do in order to amend the RFS. Um, there is not sufficient trust within the, between the parties, um, nor is there, frankly, uh, a, a, a super fantastic vote count for our issues if we were to undertake such an effort. So for all those reasons, I do think it's unlikely that Congress uh, will sort of take this issue up. However, there will be lots of regulatory decisions made in this space in the coming years. She says more specificity on EPA's approach will likely come sometime this summer. One biofuel group recently went through some big changes in its branding, but will have some familiar priorities in Washington. The former National Biodiesel Board is now known as the Clean Fuels Alliance America, a change the group hopes will underscore the inclusion of renewable diesel and sustainable aviation fuel into its existing biodiesel focus. Kurt Kovarik heads up federal government affairs for the group. He says educating the Biden administration is a top priority for him this year. We need an administration that recognizes that they have a role to play here and now, and the, and the carbon reduction benefits of those fuels today are a lot better than if you wait 5 or 10 or 15 years for electrification or what other innovation uh, comes along. On Capitol Hill, the industry was grateful to see some of its priority issues like tax credit extension included in the Build Back Better spending package. But even with that legislation stalled in the Senate, Kovarik says the policies still have their champions. You know, would I rather we get this done sooner and provide longer term than, than, than revert back to kind of the on-again, off-again extenders game? Absolutely. But I'm, I'm confident that regardless of how this shakes out, there's still going to be strong bipartisan support for extension of the biodiesel tax credit. You can read more about the rebranding and new focus of the organization in our coverage on agripulse.com. Finally today, federal officials have detailed how they plan to spend an influx of dollars aimed at improving infrastructure. Agripulse's Hannah Pagel has more. The Army Corps of Engineers has announced its $23 billion spending plan, which will spend $4 billion to fix and build ports and inland waterways in the U.S. Some of the projects being funded under that $4 billion include $732 million to finish the design and construction of Lock and Dam 25, which is located at Winfield, Missouri. Another $479 million will go to complete construction of a new lock along St. Mary's River at Sault Ste. Marie, Michigan. Ag groups have long pushed for more investments in waterway infrastructure with the hopes of more efficient transport of grain and key inputs that travel the nation's rivers. Iowa Senator Chuck Grassley told reporters today this funding will help support Midwestern farmers become more competitive in the global market. Both the Missouri and Mississippi rivers give Midwestern farmers a leg up on our international competition for both exports and imports. The additional funding and the new start authority for the Corps was an important reason why I voted for the infrastructure bill. 
Of the roughly $17 billion left in infrastructure funding, the Corps said it would spend more than $5 billion to help improve resilience in the face of global climate change. Steve Davies has more on the Army Corps of Engineers spending plan in his story on agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Hannah Pegel. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. Whether it's food for your family, cotton for your shirts, or biofuel for your car, America's farmers and ranchers provide it all and more. Support them by joining your local Farm Bureau. Learn more at fb.org join. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting from the National Biodiesel Conference in Las Vegas, Spencer Chase, AgriPulse.